This is the reality. Hello again. Welcome to the reality. A half an hour talk show talking about the reality of Jesus in our lives. So good to have you come. Later on, I'm going to give you my email address and anything we speak about today just strikes a chord in your heart. If you have some questions or want some prayer, I would love to hear from you. Do drop me an email. Today we're going to be talking about seeking first the kingdom of God. Dr. Fine Osokwe is a multiple award-winning cybersecurity professional, global speaker, Forbes council member and Amazon best-selling author. God raised Fine Osokwe from begging on the streets in Lagos, Nigeria to one of the most influential people in his field. Fine came from a poor background with a lot of need. He was cut off from family and told that he would amount to nothing. But learning to seek first the kingdom purposes of God in his life brought him to a place of blessing and influence. And so what God told me was, it is your responsibility to ensure that you have capacity because I'm not a waster of resources. I would only give you resources to the level to which you have generated capacity for. One of the questions I needed to answer, why do you want to be influential and why do you want to be financially secure? For those of us who are in the kingdom, it has to be about the advancement of the kingdom of God, putting the kingdom of God first. All these other things actually started coming in. I speak with Dr. Fene Esokwe today via Skype. Also, lovely to have uh, Fine Osakwe with me today on Skype. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dudley. Wonderful. Well, Fine, you're uh, you're a professional man involved in cybersecurity. You're a global speaker, a member of the Forbes Council. Well, we're going to be talking all about that in just a minute. But I believe that you come from a, a poor background with a lot of lack. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Yeah, so I grew up in Nigeria, um, you know, in in, in a village, (laughs) to be honest. Um, But thankfully, um, I mean, the good part was I was born to Christian parents. So I, I, you know, you know, so there was the tradition of, you know, praying in the morning, all of that peace. But my experience was there was just so much lack that I could not reconcile the Bible you were teaching me where you say Jesus feeds 5,000 mm-hmm. and we're going hungry every day. Uh-huh. Why is Jesus not feeding us as one of the 5,000 or one of the 4,000 or yeah. something like that, yeah, yeah. right? You know, So it was a lot of lack. Um, I didn't know what it meant for one person, for example, to eat a whole egg. I still mm-hmm. struggle with it up to today. Wow. You know, there were, there were five kids and five of us share one egg. Wow. Just boil one egg and then five of you share it, um, you know. So Goodness. it was that sort of struggle, uh, you know. So I constantly heard we don't have, we don't have. So I grew up with that mentality of money is scarce, finances are difficult to get by, uh, parents are struggling, all the kids in school are coming with snacks I don't have, mm-hmm. right? So there was always that feeling of lack, um, not included, and it just felt like, this is the path for Christians. Christians mm-hmm. suffer. Uh-huh. Christians are poor. Christians cannot make anything. And and so I almost sort of grew up beginning to hate Christianity, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you say this God is so good, why are we going through this? I remember one time we had a mango tree in, 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 in the house uh, and I took all the mangoes and decided to do what we call street hawking, did a bit of hawking, and, and went to sell some of the mangoes just because 
I wanted to make some some money. Mm. Now, what I didn't know was uh, my parents were going to visit my sisters in college, the in high school, the following weekend. And my dad had planned that those mangoes were the mangoes he was going to give them. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> exactly. And now I had gone, I sold the mangoes, I made some money, and then I get back home. Mom is home. My mom is like, oh, no, you should not have done that. I'm uh, like, why? We needed the money. And he said, dad is going to give. Now, I needed to go back around everyone I sold the mango to. Oh, dear. To get back the mangoes, <laughs> give them their funds back and say, I'm sorry. Oh. This is food for next week. Oh, right. And then even that, that that's childhood, even all the way up to after I finished college, you know, in, in the city of Lagos, I went on certain streets begging for money because sometimes if I'm going from point A to point C, my transport fare is is only able to take me to point B, and I need to beg my way to oh. point C. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so so that was my experience. Wow, wow. That's really tough, you know, and uh, some of our listeners um, may be in a very similar situation to what you were in, uh, Fine, uh, in, in yeah. your background. Um, but uh, now you, you grew up in a Christian home, a Christian environment. I always mm. say that, you know, whether you grow up in a Christian home or not, we still need to come to a point of conversion. You know, the Bible mm. says um, mm-hmm. in Christ we are a new creation, the old is gone and the new has come. So we have to find mm-hmm. a new life in Christ. When did that happen for you? How did you find Jesus as Lord and Savior? I I love that question because hopefully this liberates certain people. Hmm. Now, my, you know, growing up, we were taken to all these, you know, then they were called, um, what were they called? Like movie nights or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and there was this very scary one that that talked about hell and how you're going to go to hell if, and, and hell is <laughs> going to burn you and all these things. So when I was a kid, I just gave my life to Christ because I was just so scared of hellfire. Like, what is this thing in this movie? It's it's people are burning and people are dying. And, <laughs> and then I jumped out to give my life to Christ. Uh, and, that, and that was the first time I did it. And I still remember that day. I think the movie was called Born in Hell. Wow. This was way back, way, way back. Wow. Now, following from that, Every single day afterwards, when the pastor calls for an altar call, I yeah. started going for altar calls every day, every time, every time. Because he's in it, go back. He Just, to sure. back. Just to be sure. Just to be sure. <laughs> now, when did I now do what the Bible says in Romans 10.10, 10, which ah. is really the basis for saying you are a child of God? Yes. That if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you are saved. That That's biblical salvation that's romans 10 10 hmm. this was in college where someone i explained to me and said look when you get born again it's your spirit that is transformed it's mm-hmm. it's 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 not an experience that you something happens and all of a sudden you don't do right you don't do wrong it, that, that that's not being born again it's not a rules it's not a right wrong it is the transformation mm-hmm. is the fact that you've been reborn something has died and something brand new is here hmm. And so that happened for me, you know, in my first year, in my second year in college, that was when I now came to the consciousness that no, 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 no. I am saved. All things are made new. Like you said, I'm a new creature. Now I am a breed that has never existed before. This is brand new. And beginning to walk in that consciousness. So that started from my second year in university. Fantastic. Praise God. That is so encouraging. Just to go back mm. a little bit uh, again to your youth. Uh, uh, 
You said a few minutes ago, uh, Finney, that uh, you know you you thought that Christianity um, preached all the goodness of God, but yet your life mm-hmm. was in a in, in a turmoil. You had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find the grace of God? You know, God. The Bible says God's grace is enough for us. So, how did you work through that in your life? Uh, great question. Look, so if I I kind of feel like if if you've not asked yourself these tough questions your faith has really not been tried like questions like if we love jesus why are we poor why can't we eat right if 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 he says that um through his poverty we have become rich why is that not a reality in my life if he says by his stripes i am healed why is everyone in the house sick and we've been praying for this for four five six months why is it not going away right so so those, like you said, those were the struggles. And, and I think that a lot of people go through that. And, and if you want to play religion, you could gloss over it. But the, the way to, to walk the walk of faith is to always go back to the scriptures and inquire. The Bible will always say about certain prophets, the Bible will say they when they inquired of the Lord. Paul mm-hmm. inquired of the Lord. You go inquire. And how did I navigate through that? First thing. I, I I read from scripture and I understood the nature of Jesus and the nature of God. And I understood that the nature of God is good. Mm. It's important to come to that conclusion so that you understand where your problem lies. That if Jesus is good and that part is constant, maybe the issue is not with him. Maybe the problem is with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so that mind shift begins to happen. And all of a sudden, rather than blaming things on God, you begin to take certain responsibility. Okay. So that's when I understood um, that there's a difference between the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. That some people accept the person and disregard the principles. So principles like what you sow, you reap. Mm -hmm. Principles like seed time, there's seed time and there's harvest time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are principles that, regardless, to be honest, of of whether you operate in the kingdom or you don't, those principles really just work universally. And so what I found out was there were certain things that I needed to go and study with regards to creating wealth. There were certain things we needed to go and study from the Bible with regards to um, living healthy. So, for example... The, 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 the Bible talks about the widow of Zer- at, at Zarephath, where, where God sent Elijah to. Hmm. And then I looked at that scripture and I said, my God, remember that Elijah was at the brook where God had told him to go for sustenance. And that brook dried. Hmm. And if Elijah had not been sensitive to the spirit of God saying, the brook is dried. Now, therefore, go to the widow of Zarephath. Elijah would have stayed at that brook frustrated that God had stopped providing for him, whereas he had fallen deaf to an instruction that said, now this place is dry. This is your next assignment. And then when he goes to the widow, you know, God is now showing him that when he gets to the widow, do you see that every time she had capacity, which, which, which represented the bulls, God was able to fill and multiply. But the moment her capacity finished, there was no further oil. And so what God told me was, it is your responsibility to ensure 
that you have capacity because I'm not a waster of resources. I would only give you resources to the level to which you have generated capacity for. Mm -hmm. And so these were the things that I, these, these are deep things and these were the things that I began mm -hmm. to learn. Mm -hmm. And this was how I started coming out of, of, of that mindset. You know, this, um, this is transformational now. And so, yes, that's how wow. I started coming out of it. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I get that. You know, the scripture comes to mind uh, as you speak, Finney says, uh, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these things will be added to you exactly. as well. And I think a lot exactly. of us, you oh, know. There's one thing to add. Yes, there's one piece to add. There yes. was also the place where one of the questions I needed to answer, and I think this is a question every believer needs to answer, is why do you want to be influential and why do you want to be financially secure? And that's when, like you said, this scripture came that, look, for those of us who are in the kingdom it has to be about the advancement of the kingdom of god mm, mm, mm. it's it, you know because at a point in time it's it the reason for influence and for success now became because i wanted to prove a point you know mm. <laughs> because especially if you have the kind of background that i have now you want to prove a point that no i could do it i could make it i could all of that mm. the moment i came into alignment with god and started sorting out things like oh um I want you to do this for my kingdom. I want you to support this ministry. I want you to do doors actually started opening and and, and with the balance of, of, of what you said, mm -hmm. you know, putting the kingdom of God first. Mm -hmm. All these other things actually started coming in. Because mm -hmm. it's all about Jesus in the end, isn't it? Uh, it says in, in, in Colossians chapter three, it says, Whatever we do in word or in deed, we should do in the name of Jesus. So it's all about the Lord in our life, seeking first his mm. kingdom, is seeking first his plans and his purposes for our mm -hmm. lives. Amazing stuff. And it's been lovely speaking to you. We're going to take a little break and be back after this. Fantastic. Thank you. You're listening to The Reality, produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. We depend on the generous gifts of our listener to produce this program. You can help reach millions of folks with the sure reality of the message of Jesus by becoming a sure reality vision partner. To partner with us, please visit the website surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. If you've just joined us, a hearty hello. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to The Reality with me, Dudley Anderson. Do drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net, and tell me you're listening. Perhaps something that we've spoken about so far has just made sense to you, and you have some questions, and perhaps you'd like some prayer. I would love to stand with you in prayer. Write to me, if you will, dudley at surereality.net. Well, today we're talking to Dr. Fine Osokwe. Fine grew up under intense poverty in Lagos, Nigeria, in a large family. His parents were Christians, and Fine was taught the principles of Scripture and heard many Bible stories that demonstrated God's healing, provision, and goodness. Yet, as a child, Fine could not reconcile this generous God with the dire need of his family. Though he grew up in a Christian home, Fine discovered that he needed to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and ask him into his life. This he did as a child. Later, after reaffirming his faith in university, Finney began to understand that the promises of God's blessings and healing and provision were always yes and amen in Christ. For the most part, he says, he found that poverty for the Christian believer is often a result of a lack of faith or not putting Christ first in one's life. Scripture reminds us to seek first the kingdom of God 
and His righteousness, and then all that we need for life and living will be added to us as well. This is what Phineas began to do with his life, acknowledging God in all his ways and trusting Him to meet his needs as he sought to sow into the kingdom of God. As we continue to chat with Phineas today, I ask him to tell us how he got into cybersecurity. Yeah, so um, again, I, I think for this is also important for a Christian. Um, the Holy Spirit is our advantage, and we always need to remember that. So one day, this this is important, and, and I think this is probably the first time I am sharing exactly how from a spiritual perspective, because I'm always interviewed on professional platforms. Right. One day, I was frustrated. I was jobless. Um, like I said, in Lagos, I, you know, I had been begging on some streets. I was living with my pastor. They didn't know exactly what I was going through because, you know, they had been so nice to me, but, you know, I had applied for jobs and I had sent my CV out to 242 companies. And the reason I know that number is because I was taking a log of it and I had gotten rejection 200, over 200 times, (laughs) right? Just now. So every time when people tell me about, oh, I've been looking for a job, I haven't found one, I always ask, have you sent out over 200 applications? (laughs) (laughs) You you, you wanna try my life? Come on, wow. (laughs) And then imagine that amount of no's. And I totally forgot about the different formats of my CV. One day I I went somewhere, someone was selling something. And to be honest, I actually saw that some of the paper they were using, this was in Lagos then, was my CV because it just was all over the place. It was everywhere. (laughs) It was everywhere. And guess what? Now I'm sitting somewhere frustrated and I hear that Deloitte was doing, um, we're we're, going to have a test. Now, all the tests I had gone for, I had failed. So I was like, okay, this time around, guess what? I'm not going to read for this one because I probably am going to fail and and I don't want that hurt. I would rather know I I put no effort in. um, And so I go there. So 10 minutes of the time, get transport and I dash down there. Now, this is what happened and this is how God got me in to Deloitte and then I started out in cybersecurity and, and, and I get to the test venue. Now, I meet a friend of mine there and I'm like, oh, why are you here? And she said, oh, she was invited to come on this particular day, but that she already came the day before. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Then she says, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, nothing. Then I she goes, oh, um, when we came three days ago, I noticed that the questions we were asked were pulled from these websites. And so she pulls up the website for me. And I, and she says, all the questions, it was verbatim, it was same question, same answer. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing, but I don't want to get heartbroken. So I'm like, okay. Anyways, let's start reading through it. Mm-hmm. Then they come out from HR office and then someone comes and says, hello, everybody. Everyone says, hello. Is everyone invited here today? Uh, Oh, no. So it was not my friend I met, actually. My friend introduced me to someone and said, oh, she came previously uh, and she did this test two days ago. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how I met that person. So Mm. it was actually not my friend. My my friend was in for that test that same day. And so the person comes from HR and says, anybody come for this test previously and got invited again? And this other person then stands up and says, oh, yes, I was here two days ago and I got invited again. The person from HR now says, 
oh, sorry, that was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, you are the only one who got invited. Second, just to confirm to me, I believe, the person from HR and says, the other reason why there's no need for you to be here today is the same questions we asked you two days ago are the exact same questions we are going to ask them today. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, it's like, first of all, you didn't need to make that statement. That is purely God speaking to me. Now, the person then comes to meet me and says, oh, um, Fene, I'm, I'm going to leave now. I think I was simply sent here because of you. These are all the questions and these are all the answers. Wow. And the person goes. <laughs> the person gives me their mobile number, says, please call me afterwards to tell me how it goes. Hmm. I said, okay. Now I read everything. We finish the test. It comes out exactly as I had prepared. This is like, what, 10, 15 minutes before? <laughs> It was so good that by the time they were marking the scores in, they sent me a mail to say, look, you did so exceptionally well. We want to move to your interview today. Like, we do not want to waste time with you today. Mm-hmm. And that was how I got in, went through all the interview stages. Wow. When I got that job, um, this is also important. I called that number to tell the person, thank you. And I was told that that number does not exist. Oh, my. <laughs> and so that was when... You know, I shared it with my pastor. My pastor said, this is how God sends angels yeah, yeah. to help his children. Amazing. And so up till today, that number does not exist. I have sent emails to that person. It's almost like the person was a ghost. <laughs> you know, amazing. and that was how I got into Deloitte. And from Deloitte, that was how I got into cybersecurity. Uh-huh. I got trained uh, in cybersecurity, um, was exposed to different aspects of it across the world, left Deloitte, started building my personal brand, um, and then the Holy Spirit just started helping me build a personal brand and become, you know, mm. because of the work I was doing, I was now being invited to, to various conferences, um, sitting on various different boards from, wow. from a security perspective. Uh, yes, like you said, uh, I mean, just what two weeks ago at the Global Cyber Awards in London, um, I, I was I, I was nominated as the Cyber Educator of the Year. Wow. And then I won that award um, with right. nominees from 30 other countries. Uh, and then my, my my article on cybersecurity and artificial intelligence was endorsed in October by the United Nations General Assembly um, as, you know, one of the best thought leaderships of the year in cybersecurity and AI. So really blessed. Um, and I could go on and on about all the awards, New York City wow. Journal, you know, wow. all of these things. Uh, just yesterday... So here, this, this is the way it works. Just yesterday, my country, Nigeria, you know, recognized me as one of their diaspora ambassadors because I have done so well in terms of promoting a positive image for the country. So, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an amazing story, Evine. You know, um, getting back to what we quoted earlier, Jesus said, seek first my kingdom and, and, and my righteousness. You know, sometimes it takes mm-hmm. tenacity to seek first the kingdom of God. We've got to keep yeah. on seeking. We've got to keep on pushing. And it takes mm-hmm. time. How many applications you put out? Uh, you know, you have the tenacity to keep on, to keep on pushing, to keep yes, on knocking yes, on the door. Jesus yes, also said, yes. knock and the door will be open. Nobody knocks oh, yeah. once. You knock and keep knocking until the door is <laughs> yes, open. Yes. yes. Well done. Yes, Praise yes. God. Just uh, We have just a few minutes left. I'd like to just um, ask you uh, a little technical question, really, for mm-hmm. anybody listening. up. We're all into uh, the internet, you know, and we all get spammed all the time and mm-hmm. and 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 uh, the stuff that happens you know people clicking on links in emails um dangerous spyware out there how can i mm-hmm. tell if an email 
that I've received from an unsolicited source is dangerous mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there are different things. So first is you should not wait until you get the email before you put um, what we call controls in place, right? So there's what to do before any of those emails come. There's what to do when you get the email and there's what to do after you, you receive the email. So let, let me see how I could quickly run through this. Mm. So you need to make sure that you have a licensed, not a free version of an anti-malware running on your system. That's preventive. You need to have that in place. Mm. Okay. The second thing to understand is you cannot stop spyware and phishing emails from coming to your email. You need you need to understand that and you know deal with that. It will it will always come. Mm. Now, one of the things the technical and and, and things like your anti malware um, and and firewall and things like that, which you should have running on your system. And oh, by the way, you know anyway, I'll get to that piece. Those things have intelligence to be able to detect some of these emails and push them away from getting to you but some will always come to you now next step what if it passes all of those things and gets to me the first way to identify um a spam email is it is always calling you to an action Uh it is always calling you to an action to click on a link it's always calling you to an action to 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 send something it's always calling you to an action to drop something that's one second sense of urgency there is always this very tight timeline that seems like if you do not do this now, mm. something is just going to happen. <laughs> the third thing many times is you don't know where it's coming from. You just have this email that says, oh, my daddy just died and he left a million dollars. I don't know who to send it to and I just want to send it to you. Could you please send your bank details and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> many times um, what we have found, um, Dudley, is that 90% of phishing emails, if you are not greedy, you do not fall victim for them. Ah, good one. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're not a greedy person, you do not fall a victim. Now, like I said, what do you now do afterwards if, if any of this happen? One, if you, if you work in an organization, you need to inform your IT people that you have mistakenly sent, clicked on a link um, from a phishing email, which you only identified afterwards. Hmm. Um, second, every time your system asks you to make updates, you have to put those updates in. Why? Because many times your Microsoft, you know, the different applications you use, they know about various um, cybersecurity threats. And so they update their solutions. Hmm. You now need to make those up. It's on your system. Otherwise, it's, it's, oh, it's pointless and you become vulnerable. So, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's some really, really good and, and substantial advice, Fanny. Thank you so much. And, and uh, I dare say, uh, in a way that I can understand as a, as a non-technical person. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's been Thank amazing you. speaking to you. Would that we had more time. There's so many more questions I'd like to ask you about Forbes <laughs> and, and the other organizations that you're involved in. But we've run out yeah. of time. Fanny, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the reality thank you so much for joining us on the reality we wish you all the best keep up the good work thank you so much and godly appreciate it. thank you
What a privilege today to speak to Dr. Fine Osofwe right here on The Reality. Seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, the Bible says all these things we need for daily living will be added to us as well. Fine did this, sought the kingdom of God, sought the purposes of God for his life and acknowledged God in all his ways. God directed his path and gave him an opportunity to become an influential man, serving his community, indeed serving the community of the world in cyber security as a man of God. If you'd like to know more about what we've been talking about, please drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, if you need prayer, email me, dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y, is how you spell my name, dudley at surereality.net. I would love to hear from you. The Reality is produced by Sure Reality, which is a listener-supported radio ministry. Only with the prayers and financial support of you, our listener, can we produce these radio programs. If you don't yet do so, I ask you to consider sowing into this ministry by becoming a vision partner. Please visit our website, surereality.net, and click on the menu option, Become a Vision Partner. From me, Dudley Anderson, to you as always, stay on track and acknowledge God in all your ways.